podcast. What's it called? Don't worry. Bye. Happy with Harry at Diaper. Here's my podcast. My podcast. Welcome to episode 19 of my couch. You're looking very well. I hope you are feeling as well as you look. Even my head, I think that sounds really creepy, but I don't think I am creepy. But I always think, yeah, things that I say is creepy. Just any time I give a compliment and it's a bit insincere. Not insincere, because... Just insincere because I can't actually see you. Do you know what I mean? Anyway, hello. Welcome to episode 19. Oh, what's been up? No, do you know, when was it? The time before last. So I think it was episode 17 when I had the meltdown and was very cryy. I don't know if I've ever told you this before, but my dad, he's got a bit of a reputation for being an interfering bugger. He just can't bloody help himself, let me tell you that. But he listened to that episode, which I was a bit mortified, to be honest, didn't even realise he listened. As I mentioned before, I don't I don't even think anyone listens. I just sort of say how I feel and it kind of helps me, so that's what I do, really. So he heard about my woes with Barclays, the fact that if you've got mental health problems and that, they don't, well, they tell you when they ring you back and then they don't ring you back. They put on all these charges, which they didn't tell me that they'd do. And just to try and get yourself out of a situation, they put you in another situation with all these charges, more charges. So, so yeah, he bloody interfered. And then, and I just, and he wrote, like, he wrote an email and then they got in touch. And then some days I just don't like speaking to anyone on the phone. So, so I'm sorting it out now with email. I mean, you might hear a bloody rant because they won't, maybe they won't sort it out. But as it's happened, they've just been so understanding and and nice and and so I'm really chuffed that my dad did that I don't think I give my dad enough credit you know it's because he was doing what he was doing like really embarrassing things ages ago like and and every all the comedians whenever I'm at a gig they're like I think your dad follows me on twitter I think he retweeted this oh yeah that'll be him bloody dad the bloody 13th what was it the 13th most influential political tweeter in Cornwall, <laughs> let's not get twisted, and he was doing this really annoying thing where he was looking at who I was gigging with, then tweeting them going, oh, I think you're gigging with my daughter, some people I wouldn't even know who they were, they'd never met me before, well, I knew that who they were, but they didn't know who I was, because I was like a far newer comedian, and then I just looked like this absolute weirdo, that's like, oh, my daughter's gigging with you soon, and they're like, oh my god, what is happening here, so... But this, it just, oh, it did really help. But Dad, if you're listening, because I know you will be listening, you little bugger, don't you go getting ideas now that you can interfere with other stuff. It's coming up to Edinburgh. So anyone that's listening that's going up to the Edinburgh Fringe Festival this year, watch out. Lance Dyer is about. Oh, he's a good man. I think it's, yeah, I think, I don't know whether I've said this before, maybe I have, but I think when you lose a loved one, because we lost, you know, lost my mum, as I don't shut up about, it's easy to sort of try and compare the ones that are left to the one that's gone, especially if you're really close with the one 
that's gone, but I've come to realise that my dad's not my mum, he's never going to be my mum. But that doesn't mean that he can't be wonderful in his own way, because he is wonderful in his own way. He's such a sweetheart as well, because uh, me and my boyfriend, we went home to Cornwall. It's weird because i got too many homes, isn't it? So I'll say I'll be home if I've been to this home that I'm in right now, and then I'll go, I'll be home to home in Cornwall. Oh, well, it's home is wherever you rest your cat, Harriet. Yes, it is. So, yeah, so I've, for growing up, had this little tiny box room. I mean, how you fit anything in, I do not know, but my dad's managed to fit a double bed, and he just did it because me and my boyfriend were coming to visit. Dad's never met him before. And I was a bit nervous, to be honest. Not because anyone is a dick, because every, everyone involved are good people. But you do worry, isn't it? Because if you want to spend your life with someone and then the people that you have spent all your life with, you want them to all get on. Especially, like, because essentially your boyfriend will be coming around with Christmas and stuff like that. Christmas is stressful anyway, let alone... But luckily, well, like I said, no one's a dick, so everyone got on really well, so that was great. So, yeah, so Dad put this double bed in the single room just about fit and oh, it made the world of difference it was really comfortable such a comfortable bed but the thing about it is that dad's in his room has only got a single bed so i just thought that was the most selfless liveliest thing and really appreciated and oh we had the we had the time of our lives we had such fun cornwall is just such a different place if you've got access to an automobile and the sun is shining it's just brilliant because it's beautiful like it was great and everything because we were away and having a lovely time but in reality Cornwall's prettier than you know when I went on holiday to the Rector de Mar Cornwall's just stunning like I said when the weather's nice there's not there's no place like it and it was really nice as well because I think I've taken Cornwall for granted and you know, Cornwall has been responsible, well not Cornwall has actually been responsible, but terrible things have happened to me in Cornwall. So, I think I'd tarnished it, well I had, I tarnished it with a big old tarnish brush. But seeing how much my boyfriend loved it and the eyes that he saw it with, like we were walk- we were driving towards like my home, and as we were going down the road, he's like, oh, this is like, this looks like, <laughs> uh, what's he say, like Sunset Boulevard or Hollywood or something. And I was like, I don't know about that. But I don't know, when someone, when you're with someone that's so excited about something, it makes you far much more excited. And, oh, we had, we had great fun. Joe had time off work. So Joe's my brother. So Joe hung out with us. Dad is retired, so he hung out with us, obviously. And then on the Saturday, my boyfriend met my brother's girlfriend that was oh let me tell you this that was great but let me tell you something oh i mean if you see my show this year you'll know so we've got this next door neighbor who's mental <laughs> so bless him we go on holiday so we give us perishables so they didn't go off so give us milk that's lovely isn't it i'll tell you what's not lovely about is it he'd replace the lid with a bleach lid Fuck knows, and the milk looked weird, smelt weird. I don't know if we put bleach, I don't know if it was trying to kill us, isn't it? There's a thing like it's like, oh, bless him, he's just eccentric and he's getting very old, so he is losing his mind. So it's like, oh, bless him, or it, although it could be, he's trying to kill us. <laughs> Who's to say? I possibly couldn't. 
and then I did a preview at this gig. Oh, it's great. So this old bakery that I used to, so it's literally the road where I grew up. I didn't grow up on the road. No, on the road. I don't know what you mean. So yeah, it was in there, this old bakery and all the spaces. Oh, it's like really arty. And then as the woman said that owns it, she's like, they just wanted a medium sized venue in Truro. And that, well, that's what they've done. Turnout was brilliant. Yeah, and I did my preview and I was a bit like, God, I don't know. It's just so, it was really busy. I was like, I don't know if people want an hour preview on a Saturday night, but I fucking did well, well. Yeah, and did really well. It made me realise, actually, this woman that was, uh, she's blogging and she interviewed me afterwards. She's like, oh, you know how good you are. And then I was listening back to some other previews. And I'm like, fuck, I am good. I don't know. <laughs> I'm cringing just saying it. But yeah, I do need to give myself more credit. It's just hard. But then it's, as I always say, as I say to my boyfriend, who always says this, he's like, you need to give yourself more credit. But I do think that constant self-doubt, although troublesome, it does force you to always be well, unless it knocks you right down, as it all often does. But it also, you constantly want to be better because you never think you're good enough. But then it, that also sends you loopy. Because, you, yeah, because you can't, bask in the glory when you are when sometimes you deserve to you're just constantly beating yourself up about it so yeah i guess it swings around roundabouts really but met up with oh god i've got these friends i've had these friends for years georgia and neil and i was friends with georgia and neil i can't remember probably around the same time actually but separately for years and years and years and then um they ended up getting together and now they're probably the few yeah one of the few people i keep in touch with when i go home we've got a lovely daughter god i was gonna say kid but she's like talking to her now is it's like a little woman she's only seven but holy smokes so grown up met up with them twice met up with them she was playing the pan pipes at one point not a little legend and she's telling me about these bullies at school because she's friends with a muslim kid and it's not sadly diverse in Cornwall still I mean it's oh my god so much better than it used to be but still do you know what it is just people people that have never lived or left a county it's just difficult for them to be open-minded but anyway yeah so yeah so she's friends with this Muslim kid and bullies at school bearing in mind she's only seven and then these bullies have like waved ham obviously Muslim kids can't have ham and then it, nothing's really been done about it because the the lunch break helpers are parents of the kid that did it. And it's just like, are you fucking joking me? As if, why is, oh, why is a seven-year-old having to go through this? It's, it's awful. And that, obviously, it's seven. That's, you know, that's from the, that hate is from the parents. It's absolutely ridiculous. But anyway, but seeing them, their lovely family... And how their daughter's so grown up about that. I would never guess what happened to their daughter, though. She um, got a tooth missing because she was standing in front of a piñata on her birthday. And the kid hit the piñata, hit it in the face, knocked the tooth out. Oh, what a hullabaloo. 
I mean, it's awful, but it's a very good story. How would you do that, Pinata, mate? <laughs> right in the face. Bloody hell. So, yeah, so hopefully. Well, definitely. I'm going to, um, in fact, I'm going to message a friend in a bit. Ask him if there's any more gigs in Cornwall. I'm not going to get carried away with myself because that's what I often do. But as it stands, that was great. And I'm definitely looking forward to Christmas. Oh, God, I've been waffling on for ages. Right, I'm going to do the stories quickly. So I'm not going to read them out like I usually do. Are you not? I like it when you do that. No, I'm not, actually. So first story, nice and quick. Really nice. This woman in America. But I've, shared, I've shared similar stuff like this before. just think it's really good. She said, why... Oh, see, this is why you should read it, because you're going to quote it wrong. So, oh, I'm gisting. So she's pretty much said, why do people whinge when their partner find when their ex-partner finds someone else and then they'll complain that the new partner treating their child like their own? And she's like, isn't that how we want them to be treated? And she was just like, put this post singing the praises of, her ex-partner's new partner and she said she's an inspiration she's a nurse and now her daughter wants to be a nurse and and uh the oh god it's tongue twisted saying it so the so then so the new partner because she's a nurse saw how much uh one day daughter-in-law would it be no yeah would it yeah wanted to be a nurse so bought her like little scrubs and just going that extra mile and I think it's just inspirational because it is tough I mean I know how tough it is and I have all the best of intentions but well I'd just love to be able to hang out with the kids and then be well behaved that's the dream and then you could do all the great stuff because you just feel like a terrible person if you're never having fun with kids but then you can't if they're being naughty all the time because then you're encouraging bad behavior isn't it if you're not if you're doing fun stuff if they're still misbehaving that's not that's rewarding it it's difficult yeah so that was the first one quickity quickity and there was another one actually similar one that said that this he's now like best mates with the her ex-partner's current partner god i bet the ex loves that and didn't want to like her but saw her through her son's eyes and that's how she started to love her i think that's quite quite profound really oh this one's proper proper local this kid had mental health problems anxiety issues and he just always wanted to be a baker started his mum had a sandwich shop so he'd start doing cakes and that for that and then they'd have a stall at the weekend and then he did some scheme someone on the dragon's den was involved and didn't he didn't win but he got a thousand pounds then he used the money from the weekends the stall at the weekends and then this and he's um it's this manchester actually older manchester orendale bakery so a proper entrepreneur and he's now still only 19 has won things and and he's got employees, he's even employed his mum. Oh, it's great, I'm going to look out for that, actually. And so he's got coliac disease, so he wants to do more dairy-free. And Well, that's in it, that's what 
bakeries and that are about now. People don't want as much shit in their food. Because you can still... People still think... People be like, saying how bland and that stuff is. If it's vegan or whatever. I've had brilliant... I've made my own wicked cakes that are completely vegan. So... And I'm I'm not skilled at all. I got no skills in the kitchen. So yeah, so it's really and as well, how good's this? So we've got so where his bakery is now is in like a retail park. So there's no other and it's there's always so many businesses and those sorts of things and never oh, he's nailed it. What a little entrepreneur, nineteen and employing his mum and someone else. Legend. Absolute legend. And then final one. Oh, this one was nice. So, well, it wasn't really, but she didn't give the reason, so it could have been her. So this lady, Sarah Cummings in America, this is, she, her and her partner called, so they're about to get married, called it off, don't know what happened, what did happen, who knows. Lost a deposit, 30 grand, fucking hell. And uh, she decided to, everything else, the food and that, to keep doing it. But to invite all the local homeless centres to enjoy enjoy a lovely day. And then other businesses heard about it and then they hired out suits and all that. So all these homeless people got to have a have a great day out. Showing that they deserve to be at a place like that just as anyone else does. So that was great. Well now Harry, it did that a bit too quick. So now you ain't got much time left. I got time. I can talk my business. So I tell you this: Edinburgh Fringe Festival's coming up, as you know, because I've been blathering on about it. Uh, yeah, weird actually. This year, I think my show's the best I've ever done. I'm not as bothered, but I think that's good. I'm just gonna have fun with it. I don't know. Maybe I'm a bit stressed about it because people that I've spoken to that like the show, like shambolic, is kind of my thing. So I need to not get caught up on stuff if other stuff's still working. Everyone's having fun. That's the important thing, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, so that's happening. Looking forward to that, I think. I don't know, I think Cornwall was good. Cornwall made me enjoy being away and out of my current comfort zone. And that's what Edinburgh is, I guess, so... Looking forward. It's a big change, though, being away for the best part of a month, you know, with people that I don't often see, like, throughout the year. But it was living with the same people as last time, and they weren't, like, party-party or anything, so it was good for me. I just can't be dealing with all that in Edinburgh. Edinburgh can be a vacuous and sad place. You've got to surround yourself with good people and have early nights and that, like a loser. If that makes me a loser, so be it. So be it. Yeah, so that, I've started a blog. It's called Things My Brain Wanted Me To Do This Week. And people seem to like it. What can I say? So that's on, if you go on, harrietdyer.com forward slash blog. And that's, that's that. Still my Patreon, uh, if you believe. You believe that I should get rewards, 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 rewards. Not really rewards. I just want to make the podcast better. I want to interview people. I want to do shit. Do you know what I mean? So check out that if you type in Harriet Patreon. No, I don't think that would come up. Just go on Patreon. 
tight, type in how it dire. And that will tell you all about what I want to do with the podcast. Because I'm actually quite a thoughtful lady with big plans. I just don't seem to articulate them very well on here. But I'm going to go now. You have been splendid. I'm going to make some tea. Yummy, yummy tea. Hee hee, pasta and tuna. Tuna, you could have tuna. Yeah, yeah. What of it, mate? Okay, calm yourself, please. Okay. Thank you. Episode 19. Don't worry, I'll be doing them whilst in Edinburgh as well. Do them, but there might be a bit more noise. Okay, well, make your best. Love to you and your family. Oh, didn't say, did I? My boyfriend won something for me in the arcade in Cornwall. That's cool, isn't it? Always wanted someone to win me something. I don't know, it just makes you feel special, doesn't it? That was really cool. Okay, that's it now. I'm going in real life. Or is this just fantasy? Mama! Bye! That was my podcast. My podcast. Thanks for listening. Download, share, tell your pal at the shop. Don't worry. Bye. Happy. My podcast. My podcast.